Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, it's Mark here, introducing a very special set of shows for you. We're going to replace Connor Explains for the time being, not because Connor couldn't be bothered, although let's be honest, that's a little bit to do with it, but because we want to do the Nigels differently this year. Instead of a one-off special award show for you, we're going to bring you our favourite bits from the last 12 months and your favourite bits as you responded to us on our Instagram page a couple of weeks ago. On this week's episode, we're having a look at the best jokes, or some may say worst jokes, of the year so far. Obviously, I feature a lot because this guy brings the comedy right here. But I guess for balance, we need to include some Dan and Connor too. Anyway, here we go. Laughs ahead. It's the best slash worst jokes are baffled from the last year. You know what Mark is? Mark's a bing kind of guy. Of course he is. Right, so you've got your tabs. I still ask Jeeves. Mm, yeah. Ask you to stop the corny, lame jokes from my right con. <laughs> Connor, let's let's have you let's have you crack on then and Give us your first fact of the show. Okay, so the Romans, way back in the day, used human urine as mouthwash. Romans, indeed, used to buy bottles of different urine and use that to rinse their mouths. Um, And apparently the reason for it was due to the high level of ammonia in urine. It was thought to disinfect mouths and whiten the teeth too. The best bit about it is, and what, what I found the most shocking, was when I was reading this... Um, it was actually a really popular ingredient in mouthwash in many parts of Europe until the 18th century. So it went on for a while, this. I, I really enjoyed the fact you did that like like an ad, like a voiceover, <laughs> due to the high levels of Literally. ammonia. Indeed, the Romans, they would brush their teeth with piss. And you can too, thanks to the new and improved brand new formula, the high intensity of ammonia. I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. Ammonia makes that makes your teeth nice and white. So if you're ever struggling for your Listerine and you need something, give your uh, housemate a little tap on the back, eh? Give it a slap. Who's that to be your housemate? Use your own if you need. It's, it's, I always think the Romans were meant to be geniuses, right? You know, the old jokes, yeah. what have the Romans ever done for us? Well, they gave us schools, they gave us roads, they gave us plumbing. Yet they were, you know, effectively brushing their teeth with, brushing their teeth with piss. I mean, if you're doing all that good, you're going to have the odd idea which isn't quite as strong. But then again, if it worked, 
It works. We just come up with better examples since. Like roads aren't exactly as roads used to be. Schools aren't exactly as schools used to be. We've improved upon. So maybe we can say what have the Romans done to us? They bought us mouthwash yeah. and water sports at the same time. But you know, I just think that surely that from the get go, you know, that'd be a bad idea. Like that is your waste. Like putting, oh, like naturally, like putting waste in your mouth. Surely, yeah. But I you think, would I think know. you know that now. But back in the time, I mean, think about. There was a lot of stuff that was questionable back in the days. A lot of stuff we're doing now. We spoke about this the other week. There's a lot of stuff we do now that's probably questionable. But at the time, you're kind of like, well, I see no be- better option. I guess so. Yeah. <sighs> like Mark being on this podcast, they then, you know, it's just right now there is no better option. So we had to settle with Mark, didn't we? And hey, if that's the reason I'm here, I'm all right. I'm still here picking up my paycheck. Thank you very much. I joke, I don't get paid for this. Yeah, I, 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 but yeah. So they used it. They used it all the way up to the 18th century as well. So it's quite a long while that they strongly believed. But there, there's been so much about this before that I've read about. With when I'm looking for the world of facts, not spending my Friday reading about piss. But of course, not. apparently they drink a lot of wee. I mean, Bear Grylls. He done like a show, didn't he, where he actually drunk his own wee. It's got like loads of nutrients in it. Like there's lots of goodness that can come from weird things in your urine. Yeah, but I don't think Bear Grylls is doing that. You know, every morning he's doing that because he's a survival expert and when he needs to, whereas this people, you know, are doing it every day. They think that's a good idea. No, I know. I know. I know. And yeah. And the thing, the thing that kind of makes me gag on this is the fact they rinsed. That means they were fully, you know, really getting it going around the teeth. It, ugh. Well, I'd rather swallow it. Get it done. Give it a good it swell. Well, the thing is, if, if you're not going to yeah. like, of course you're going to rinse. Otherwise, what's the point in doing it? You're not getting the effects. If you're going to do it, like in for a penny, in for a pound, don't just put it in and go out and go, well, I hope that works. Put it in and full on rinse. Would you do it? You know, if you were, if you were left quickly, if you were left at the final, final bit, bad breath, you're going on your final date, you've got no other options, but you knew that we could solve it. No. Yeah, I, I would have. That, but that's because now there is so many other alternatives. Yeah, but what, what, what if you haven't got them? What if you forgot about Colgate? You forgot about Listerine? I mean, I don't use mouthwash now anyway, so... You can tell those, those bits yeah. of cheddar cheese hanging from yeah, your gums. I I, that are left. I I wouldn't, for the simple reason that I, I would I would tell them, just because I'm, I'm kind of like that, you know, it's like an interesting thing. I'm like, oh, you never guess what happened, even if I tried not to. I'd sat, sit there opposite the girl on the date and be like, oh, you never guess what happened? What? Oh, I rinsed my mouth with piss. Where are you going? <laughs> Come back. Yeah. I just, I'd be a lot like that. So lucky that you have... So lucky you've got a girlfriend, mate, really. I don't know. I think I'd be great on the dating scene now. Mm, you would be the story that everyone tells their friends about. I can be whimsic- whimsically charming. And also, i tell you what it can is. Can you be- try some of that on this podcast? Because I've been together with my girlfriend for such a long time, I have never like had the fear. You know what I mean? Like When I go out on, when they go on lads holidays or something like that, I'm always the one that has to break ground and chat to girls because they're all panicking about where this might lead. Whereas, I, you know, I, it's not going to lead anywhere for me. I know that, so I don't care about it. So I am the eight ultimate wingman. And I can understand if you were single that you'd have that same thought, that, hey, this ain't going to lead anywhere. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. I wonder how that would translate. Mark, uh, give us your last fact of the show. The oldest British joke recorded dates back to the 10th century, time of the Anglo-Saxons. Do you want to hear it? Is, is it the one about your mum? No, it's not. That was the oldest your mum joke. This is the oldest British joke. What hangs at a man's thigh and wants to poke the hole that it's often poked before? I don't know. A key. 
it's not, really, it's not really funny, is it? No, it's not really funny, no. But that is the oldest British joke. I'll tell you what it uh, is. But it's... it is good to know that even back in the 10th century, the time of the Anglo-Saxons, we still made sex jokes. Probably ran down in the old Anglo-Saxon Chronicle, that by, what was his name, Beadle? Might have been Beadle, who was a mm. famous chronicler. Anyway, yeah. I... It was more like a logic test, you know. It's like one of those things. Yeah. Where, you remember Ford Boyard back in the day? Yeah. When you'd have to go and get the the key from the old tower in the yeah. fort, and you'd get, oh, I am not a mouse. I am not a rat. What am I? That was that kind of thing. Pretty much, yeah. Connor, any opinions on either Fort Boyard or old jokes from the Anglo-Saxon times? I like it. I like. I think it's a great joke. I think it's a great yeah. joke because it gets you thinking of penis, and then it isn't that. It's great. Connor has understood the mechanics behind this joke. I think I also have the oldest joke ever. If you want that, well, that's the your mum joke. No, that's yes, that. That was the oldest your mum joke. This is the no, oldest no, no, joke sorry. ever. No, the, the, we have had this fact before that the oldest joke ever written down was a your mum joke. No, that was my fact, and the fact was that the oldest your mum joke dated back to the Babylonians. The oldest joke ever is traced back to 1900 BC, and it was a saying of the uh, Sumerians who live in what is now southern Iraq. And it says, something which has never occurred since time immoral. A young woman did not fart in her husband's lap. Oh, yeah, I do remember this one. Yeah, I that's have, the I oldest joke ever. Yeah, it's not a your mum joke, but it's, it's, it's toilety, isn't it? Yes, toilet humour. I don't really get it. Here's the thing, and you know, we work in... Humour's changed over time. We work in the content industry where you need to you make, make things as tight as it can be. Just read out the, uh, the, the key joke one more time. What hangs at a man's thigh and wants to poke the hole that it's often poked before? A key. Yeah. I just, yeah. It's not catchy, is it? You could shave a few letters off, to be honest. I mean, I think you could just come up with a better joke. Connor, immediately come up with a better joke than that. Knock, knock. Who's there? Doctor. No. No, I'm not. No. It's not you. Thank you very much. Right. Last fact of the show. What did I promise you, Connor? I promised you. Hey, there you- is two packs of crisps crossing the road. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A cab driver stops, says, do you want a lift? They go, no, thanks. We're walkers. Yeah, that's not too bad. What you call a man with a bag of crisps on his head? Gary. Russell. Nice. Right. Last fact of the show. What you I call promise- a woman okay. with a fry no, up on her head? No, we're not doing this. Uh, with a fry up on her head? I don't know. Cap. Cap. <laughs> what you call a woman with a tile on her head? Go on. Roof. <laughs> Connor loves that. Yes, that is brilliant. Roof Tyler buried that one. Right. What do you call a guy with a spade on his head? <laughs> yes, okay. What do you call a, a man with a spade on his head? Is it Doug? Doug. <laughs> it's Doug. Okay, so giraffes. Um, to know when to mate, they, uh, the man will continuously headbutt the female in the bladder. So just keep headbutting the female in the bladder until she urinates. Uh, the male then tastes that, u- that urine and it helps determine whether the female is ovulating or not. So that's what happens to know when to have sexy time. Does the woman have any choice in this? No, he just headbutts. But then the process of what happens next, like fine, she may, biologically, she may be ready for this. She may be ovulating, but is she I, keen for it? I think there's probably an understanding in the giraffe world that you know, the females need to allow their bladders to be accessible for the headbutts at times of baby mm. making. But yeah, he will headbutt hard as well. There's videos that I've watched. Don't recommend, but there is headbutting. Because they swing their heads around, don't they? Like yeah. When giraffes mm. fight, 
that's what they do. They swing their neck around and smash their heads into each other. Sure do, yeah, yeah, yeah. What makes you wonder with evolution how that has come to be? Why creatures, a lot of African creatures, well, a lot of creatures in the wild like that, uh, they have to kill each other to survive. Why that's their primary method of destruction. If you were a giraffe swinging with neck. a huge neck, you would use your neck. It's got to work the head, though. I don't think they can be intelligent creatures because of the buffeting they're taking. I don't think bombs. they're intelligent. I don't think they're particularly intelligent. I mean, the guy's headbutting the woman's bladder to know if she's ready. I mean, they could just say, I'm ready. Well, they well, can't no, because it's a, it's a very efficient way of lovemaking. And also, Connor, you put your thumbs up. Yeah. Giraffes can't put their hooves, hooves up. It's I know, true. but yeah. in the order to have, like, you know, a good time, which mm-hmm. is sexy time, you have to do headbutting into the bladder, which will cause pain, and lick wee. Yeah. Doesn't sound particularly like... I can't imagine it's... Well, I don't know. We, we are... I'm, I'm not convinced that... I feel like this is very much just purely a practical efficiency thing of we're going to have a baby... But we're going to have a baby giraffe rather than a case of should we have a bit of fun time. Mm. I don't think they quite see it in the same way you do. Right. Yeah, no. I'm not really on board with it, but it's a thing. Well, this is I, how... don't, I can't say I enjoy the, the thought of it, you know? Yeah, this mm. is how I spent my Valentine's Day last night. What? We'll just headbutt my girlfriend's bladder. Brilliant. And, then, and then licking her wee. Are you ready? And then licking the wee. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, all comes out in the wash. She's lucky girl, isn't she? Yeah, very lucky girl, yeah. That's uh, giraffes for you. Yeah. <laughs> is that a punchline to that Giraffe one? sex. Yeah, that's, I think ju- that's just Connor going, please move on. That, is that your catchphrase? Well, no, well, all I've giraffes got, for you. All I've got in my head now is a picture of you headbutting your girlfriend who I've met, so I just don't enjoy this. Well, that's giraffes for you. Brilliant. I like that as a phrase. Yeah, so do I, yeah. Just apropos of nothing in random situations. It, I well. don't think giraffes even need to be involved. That's giraffes for you. Yeah. It's always the way out. There you go. Yeah. Thank you very much for that, Mark. Right, first fact of the show for me. The US military is missing six nuclear weapons. One, two, three, four, five, six of them. It's not the kind of thing you just want to misplace, is it? Yeah. Correct. The first one that we know about that is missed is was lost in 1950 on February the 13th. Unlucky. Not near Valentine's Not lovey for Valentine's Day at all. It's, it's not been seen in 71 years. And it was lost when the crew of a bomber were conducting a mock nuclear strike. It developed engine trouble. So they... It's that they didn't want to crash with their nuclear warhead, so they dropped it into the Pacific Ocean. Nothing happened, so they don't know where it is. And this has been happened many times. The last one that we don't know about was dropped in 1968. It involved the loss of a Navy nuclear attack submarine. It sank. Still don't know where it is. Still don't know where the nuclear missile is. Obviously, tragic instance, but I am very concerned now at these six nuclear weapons that are just lost around the world. Do you think that it's a situation where, obviously, they've dropped it at sea? Do you think the nuclear weapons are still able to be used, or do you think they're just damaged and ruined now, and and it's kind of that situation? Or do you think if somebody found them, they could do some damage? Well, I mean, it would still have nuclear stuff in it, and I don't know specifically how they work, but you've got half-lives with... uh, particles and and nuclear stuff like this which means that it lasts for thousands of years so i'd imagine if you you know were deep sea diving and you found it you could probably do some damage i think all jokes aside listening to this fact slightly worrying but little bit maybe bit concerning that that's just around somewhere for somebody to maybe find Maybe a little bit worrying that. Sounds like a good start of a Marvel film, well, maybe. Talk- that could be a new Marvel start, you know? Find the nuclear power and all of a sudden you have, um, I don't know, um, Broom Man. Broom. broom. You, went, you broom went for Broom. Man? 
Yeah, because Iron Man is a is a kitchen utensil and iron, isn't it? You sometimes iron in the kitchen. Then I, I went to broom. I thought Mop Man, but then I'm I thought Mop Man. Iron Man is named after the thing you get your creases out with. Mm, I don't know. And I thought Mop Man is a little bit insulting. So Broom Man kind of sounds a bit. Man, that's, you know. that's the next logical thing. Mm. Coming around and literally cleaning up crime. Oh, Mop, there you. we go. Absolutely. Thank you. So, Thank you very just repeat, Thank repeat you. that one more time. I'll say Broom Man. You say the tagline. Ready? Broom Man. Literally cleaning up crime. You would. Right, there we go. You wouldn't need to put the literally in if it was a, a tagline. You would admit they're literally. No, no, no. I, I, I think you do. I think Brew Man literally follows up behind Iron Man and just cleans yeah. everything up. Because, I mean, I'm what with... else is he going to do with, with Mark. broom powers? Mark, I'm with stop you. Stop a bad guy. It's our you thing. You're just it's cleaning up the glass that Tony Stark's just flown no, through. It's our thing. Making sure it looks pristine for his return. The, it does come from a film, uh, the term for this. So in 1996, there was a film called Broken Arrow, which features uh, the line... I don't know what's scarier, losing nuclear weapons or that it happens so often and there's actually a term for it. And the term is broken arrow, which means you've lost many nuclear weapons. So there you go. It's all about a broken do you think, arrow. Do you think that this would be a situation where... Someone turns into a broom, no. No, someone did actually discover the nuclear weapons. Do you think most people would admit they have? Or do you think they would try and do something with the tech inside it and kind of keep it all a little bit hush-hush? Yeah, I think you'd probably shut up, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I think you'd probably keep that very clean and quiet. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.